Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, buckle up, sister. Let's do this. So I have to tell you, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to share on here, it's kind of liberating because I'm literally just sitting here by myself talking to my phone. So it feels really easy. And then I realized that once I hit publish, this shit is released into all of the interwebs and literally any human could hear. And you're either going to realize what a complete basket case and fraud I am and run far, far away, which also is totally cool. It makes room for all of the other people. Uh, Or you'll find something that you relate to and hopefully come away more confident or at least not feeling so alone or as crazy. So if you've listened to the other episodes in your back, hell freaking yes, I'm here holding up the Hunger Games sign to you and sending vibes of solidarity and sisterhood. We are in this together. What's that? Okay. So today I wanted to talk about success and sacrifice. So this whole idea stems from a phrase that I've heard many a time, must be nice. And I personally hear most often in regards to my health and fitness and body, which let's also just get it out there that body shaming, no matter what, is a dick move. Commenting or critiquing someone else's body is just no bueno. So especially when our physical being is literally the least interesting thing about us. So here's a little challenge. Uh, Make the next compliment that you give about something other than someone's physical appearance. Okay. So here's my take. Saying must be nice is actually code for, I want that too, but I'm not willing to do the work it takes. And it's a total like jealousy envy move. It's a, she has something I want, but I'm giving myself an out because A, I don't really know her story. B, I don't really know what it's taken for her to get there. Or C, I actually have zero clue what I want. And I have totally been guilty of this. I was the scroller who'd see moms with perfectly dressed kids, fitness coaches with rock hard bodies, or other nurses going back to school and getting all kinds of fancy letters behind their name. And I was jealous. And it came out of a not very nice place sometimes, if I'm being completely honest. I would pull the must be nice card to just really make myself feel better because if I could find something that she had that I didn't, I get to use it as an excuse as to why I didn't have what she had. Does that make sense? Or yeah. So 
Basically, when we're not ready to evolve, we will find any person, place, or thing to blame it on. And of course, today, it's really easy to find those things between all the media we consume full of photoshopped bodies and Joanna Gaines home decor and trendy clothes and cooking. Like, clearly, we must be Joanna Gaines to have a house or family like that, right? Like, all of these standards. But all it really does is stunt our growth. It keeps us from taking action because when we get in the headspace of, well, I don't have what she has, so it's not possible for me, so why should I even try? But you should try because what else is there? You stay in this victim mindset that just creates more jealousy and complaining that nothing goes your way. Okay, like have at it. Just a fair warning though, you find what you're looking for. So if you go looking for reasons why you can't, that's exactly what you're going to find. But I know that's not you. I know you better than that. And you would not be listening if you weren't even just a smidge interested in getting out of that God awful cycle, because that sucked. I hated that feeling of seeing someone and wishing I had what they had. So let's dig a little deeper. Here's how I got out of that cycle. And the three reasons, again, why that must be nice comes out of your mouth or just replays in your head as you're scrolling. First, I don't know her story. Second, I don't know what it's taken for her to get there. And third, I have zero clue what I want. So Let's be real. Even I, who I try to keep shit real on social media, still don't share a lot of the nitty gritty, like unsexy stuff that goes on behind the scenes. But I promise you, it is there. You see my early rise and rise. It's my pre-workout time that legit gives me life before my workout. Um, but you don't always see the 10 times I was up during the night changing bedding and diapers and snuggling a kid back to sleep, which of course makes that 4.30 alarm a complete bitch to wake up to. Oh, actually real quick, um, just a tip on the alarm and the snooze thing. People are like, oh, no snooze. Don't hit snooze. It's not allowed. I'll tell you what I do. I give myself what I call a snooze budget. So I budget in hitting snooze twice. I know that if I put the pressure on myself to get up as soon as the alarm goes off, yes, sometimes like that's my goal and that's what I want to do, but I budget in at least one, if not two snoozes. So I know I have that kind of time and leeway before I actually have to get out of bed. Anyway, try it out. You don't have to put the pressure on yourself because then I feel bad when I don't get up when the snooze button goes off and then it's this that whole cycle of like guilt and shame because I didn't get up for my snooze button, but who the fuck really cares? Okay, so back to the must be nice. So you're scrolling, you see the nice family photos, but the literal blood, sweat, and tears that went into getting everyone dressed and even slightly cooperative is so real. (laughs) Like, tell me if you know that struggle, please. Or you see thousands of followers on social media, but you forget about the years that she showed up that 
and talked to no one and no one was responding. No one was liking. Like, did you think of that? Here's my point. You've heard of this highlight reel phenomenon where objects on social media may not be as real as they appear. So this is the first reason you might find yourself saying must be nice. It's that you actually have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. What struggle is she going through or did she go through to get there? There's this quote about successful people that goes something like, it took 10 years to become an overnight success. And it's so true. The old like walk a mile in her shoes can be a great reminder that we don't know the backstory to those photos or physique or whatever success you're seeing. Just get real with yourself and remind yourself to give people some grace and credit for the work that it took to get where they are. Okay, second one. You're not clear on what you want. You will hear me talk about this over and over because getting clear on what you want is the first step that you can take to building more confidence, not caring as much about what other people are doing or thinking and just getting out of that victim mentality. Because when you know what you want and what you value most, other things naturally just become less important. And it's almost like they get pushed to the periphery. I talk about these portrait mode goals with my clients. Like When you become clear on what you want, you've got that one thing in focus and everything else is kind of blurred in the background. It's not like it's not there and disappears completely. It's just not your focus and you can't see it as clearly. Because when you're not clear, it's really easy to get caught up in the should culture and doing the things because they you feel like they're expected of you or will make you happy instead of digging deep and figuring out what is truly important to you, even if that doesn't look like what society tells us it should. Like, do you want a six pack because you truly want a six pack and you want to see what your body is capable of? Or do you want it because that's what's been drilled into our heads as an ideal body? Like, what the fuck also? Do you really enjoy a job that kind of sucks the life out of you and doesn't pay you nearly enough? Or did you do it because it's respectable and has benefits and all the things that are supposed to make you feel secure, big air quotes, in adulthood? Also, by the way, is a total shit show. And in case there are any young adults listening, don't get too excited or be in a rush to get here. It's way overrated. (laughs) Or do you really want thousands of followers on social media? Or are you just looking for a real connection with your people? So see how when you know exactly what you want, it's way easier to stay in your lane to figure out what it takes, which more on that next, and to keep your eye on your goal instead of looking for and finding all the reasons that you can't. Okay, last one. You don't know what it takes. This part has to come after you've gotten clear on your goals and what's important to you because once you've done that, you've got to examine that goal and figure out what it's actually going to take to get there. So, We, I think, often really underrate the work 
and the things that it's going to take to reach those goals. We see the big fancy goal, but we don't necessarily think about the work and sacrifice that it's going to take. And this part can actually be where your goals change because as much as you're figuring out what you're willing to do, you're going to figure out what you're not willing to do. And that can be just as telling and just as important. And that might mean you change your mind and you change your goals and that's completely okay. That means you're getting clarity and that will make it so much easier to take action toward your goal. Let's just go with a physical goal. For example, you see the fit girl on Instagram. She's got rock hard abs. She wears the crop tops and looks so confident in her bathing suit and her clothes. And you pull the must be nice card. But have you thought about what she has sacrificed to get there and the work that she's put in? Have you thought about what kind of workout regimen she's on? Have you asked her, what are you doing for workouts? Have you asked her what kind of diet she is eating? She's probably on a pretty restricted diet because I'm telling you, it is hard to get a six pack. She's probably tracking everything she eats, declining the party fare, has eliminated alcohol and a lot of her other favorite foods which is fine because I hope that she has figured out that that is what she wants and those are the sacrifices that she's willing to make. But here's a question. Like you say you want that body. Are you willing to do those things to get it? Be really honest here or it's going to feel even harder and really inauthentic otherwise. If yes, you're willing to do those things, then fucking rock on, sister, because you know what you want, what it takes, and are willing to make those sacrifices for it. What about those followers you say you want? Once you figure out that's what you really want and why you want it, don't forget, the more followers, the more trolls. Are you willing to be the target of nasty comments and messages when people get ballsy behind a keyboard? Things can get messy pretty quick, trust me. And you have to figure out if you are ready to handle that. And motherhood, that like ultimate sacrifice. If you are a mom and think about all of the shit that you've gone through, you've given up your body for nine months and more actually, because you've, you've grown the human, you've birthed it, you've nursed it or gone through postpartum. You sacrifice money and time and sleep and energy and freaking sanity in order to raise these little humans who, you know, at least I hope that they turn out to be kind people who can contribute in a positive way to society. Like <laughs> we do it because it's important to us and we're willing to make those sacrifices. Some people aren't willing and they choose not to have children. And that's totally cool because I salute them. They know what they want and that is okay. It's different for everyone because We think most people think sacrifice is a bad thing, but depending on your goals and priorities, we're all making some sort of sacrifice. We, we aren't just thinking about what those things are. Like if we work outside the home, we sacrifice time with our family. If our physical health is a priority, we sacrifice time to work out and we sacrifice not eating every donut that ends up in the break room. If your physical health isn't a priority, you sacrifice having the body or the energy or the confidence that physical fitness can bring. 
If you're growing a business, you sacrifice some ego because it's really freaking hard and takes a ton of confidence. On the other hand, if you're not into that, you may be sacrificing a community of like-minded people, extra streams of income and having more of an impact. The point is decide what you're willing to sacrifice right now in this season and know that everything that you choose, there's going to be a sacrifice. Think about what you're already giving up. And you know what the, the awesome thing is, is that these things can change and you can start right now. You can go through these points that I've laid out and by the end of today, you can have a clear plan for what you want and what you're willing or not willing to do to get it. Because your sacrifice will determine the kind of and the amount of success you have toward your goals. Take that power back because what you decide you're willing to sacrifice will either help you grow or keep you stuck. It's never going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to go toward your goals. It's also not easy to stay stuck in that must be nice victim mentality. It's the whole choose your hard idea, but you have this immense control over the thoughts in your head and the actions that you take. Get out of the must be nice mentality. It's just not serving you anymore. You are so much bigger than that thought and capable of shit that you cannot even dream of yet. Like get real with yourself Figure out what you really want. Figure out what it's going to take to get it and fucking go after it. A quick note before the takeaways. So I posted this on my social media a couple weeks ago with the must be nice mentality. And I got some feedback that sometimes people say this with a different intention, like a more positive intention. Like people do say this truly meaning it sometimes um, than what I was presenting it as. And as always, I mean, the views that I express here are my own and they're delivered through the lens of my own life and my own experiences. That being said, I 100% believe that this comment must be nice can be not from a place of jealousy, but more of a place of lack of belief in yourself. So instead of a must be nice, kind of connotation. It's more of a must be nice, which to me still says I have some work to do. I don't believe that I can have that. It's not necessarily about you, but I don't have that belief in myself yet. And if you're in that space, own that too. Maybe you're not quite ready to make the sacrifices that it will take to reach the goals that you want, but Know that you can change your goals, your beliefs, your actions at any time. But really the overarching theme here still holds true that this entire podcast and my whole mission is to help you be more intentional and live with more purpose rather than just by default or on autopilot. Because if we don't start making intentional choices about our life, life will make them for us. And when we look back, I don't want to think, oh shit, I just wasn't even really paying attention and so all these things happened and now I look back and it's too late to really change and I'm way off course than what I originally planned or what I really wanted. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. So let's work together 
to get through that and start owning our shit. And I don't know, maybe you still disagree. And that's totally cool too. I am all about hearing every side and shining a light on these tough topics because really if they strike a chord, that usually they mean that usually means that they are worth talking about. So takeaways from this episode. If you find yourself in the must be nice mentality, slow down, get curious and ask yourself, why is that a trigger for you? It typically comes from a place of lack, feeling like someone has something that you want and or you lack belief that you could have it too. Number two, Do you know her story? Do you know what's going on behind the scenes and what kinds of sacrifices she is making for the life she is living? Number three, do you know what you want? With clarity comes a huge release of comparison. Imagine the weight just being lifted when you finally realize and decide on what you want. So instead of feeling like you need to do what everyone else is doing because you can't or haven't decided what you want, you've got your blinders on, you're in the driver's seat, you're ready to take the freaking wheel on the way to your goals. Number four, your goals are yours. Your priorities are your own. You get to decide what you will or will not do in order to reach them. And whatever you decide, just fucking own it. Number five, our priorities and goals look different in different seasons of life. Don't be afraid to change your mind or pivot if something doesn't feel like it's not in alignment or you feel like the sacrifice isn't worth the success right now. And don't forget when looking at other people too, we're all in different seasons. We all have different priorities, different goals, different starting points, different stories. And bonus number six, if you've been hard on yourself for hitting a snooze button, try giving yourself a snooze budget. Factor in that first or second snooze to give yourself a little extra time to wake up without still having to be rushed, without the pressure of being like, oh, I hit my snooze button again. Also, try going to bed a little bit earlier, although I do know the struggle of trying to decide trying to decide between sleep and just some quiet time alone after the kids are in bed. Can you hear this child right now? Also, um, I'm trying to podcast during nap time, which is not happening. My child is safely in his room, probably destroying it. And (laughs) that's my sign to sign off. Thank you again for joining. I love you so much. Thanks for being here. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying, me too, or gave you a different perspective or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.